0: Find collaborative articles with tips from the LinkedIn community to help you get through those tricky conversations. Making work make sense? LinkedIn knows how. Imagine the softest sheets you've ever felt. Now, imagine them getting even softer over time. I'm here to tell you about Bowling Brand Sheets. In a recent customer survey, 96% replied that Bolin Brand Sheets get softer with every wash. They're made from the rarest organic cotton and designed to get softer over time. Try their sheets with a 30-night guarantee, plus 15% off your first order with code BUTTERY. So head to B-O-L-L and branch.com today. Exclusions
1: apply. See site for details.
2: This is Paul Hawkesby. I'm Charlie Baker. And this is the H&J Daily with some of the best bits of this afternoon's show. Mm. Well, kind of events overtook us today in the great post office scandal yeah. because... Earlier on today, we spoke to Will Meller. We pre-recorded it for the show. Uh, the actor who's in uh, Mr. Batesby, the post office, uh, the uh, the big influential new show that's seen government policy government policy change. Will was great. Really interesting. Took us behind the scenes on that drama really and was. talked a bit of man. You. Um, and then Mike, the news broke that she'd lost her CBE. So, that's right. So, you know, yeah. so we had to uh, deal of, with that. He kind of preempted it. Um we spoke to Mike Bobbins, friend of the show, comedian, a massive rugby fan, and we had the sad news yesterday that the great JPR Williams yeah. had died. So Mike paid tribute to him. Um we also uh, we spoke, spoke to, to, Bo to th- Barker's dad, Sam yeah. Barker. He could be remember that name, Bo Barker, because he could be the next Luke Littler. Tearing it up at three years old in the world of darts. (laughs) It's mad, isn't it? So we spoke to him. Yeah. Uh, We had a bit of a chat. Uh, Here it all is. Seven minutes past one. Good afternoon, everyone. Good afternoon, Charlie. Afternoon, Paul. Happy Shacket Tuesday. I
3: am
0: reeling. I'm reeling from the game of darts you and I just had
2: pre-show. There was no one. There was nobody to record it. No one We just. We, we just finished, uh, you're going to hear it, we had a chat with Will Mellor uh, earlier on and we just finished our little pre-record because Will was tied up this afternoon. Fascinating chat. Uh, if you've watched uh, Mr Bates versus the Post Office, you'll know how powerful it's oh, been. Yeah, and Will, amazing. Will told us just what it was like for the actors, so yeah. stick around for that later on. But as we left uh, in the little green room we have here at Talk Sport, there is a dartboard up at the moment. There is. And uh, we, started, I said, come on, quick, three, three, three dance, dance challenge. Each. That's right. So we did three dances. Charlie threw first. What stepped did you throw?
0: Both ninety-four, Paul. Didn't I? Yeah, Shot 94.
2: including <laughs> a treble twenty. I was, in, I was, in, I was, I was beside myself. Ninety-four. We your three <laughs> dances. So I stepped up, treble eighteen. Yeah, twenty. Ugh, twenty. Gutted. Yeah,
0: I absolutely
2: gutted. Yeah, which is also ninety-four. So it was a draw. <laughs> you got it wrong, didn't you? <laughs> did I get the word? Yeah. I, it's a draw. It yeah, was a draw. <laughs> <laughs> what an idiot. Yeah. You're sitting there going to me, oh, I'm it's 96. I'm going to just no, like let him believe oh it. Oh let him believe
0: I beat him. There we are. It wasn't as good as we expected. So, uh,
2: happy Shacket Tuesday to yes. everybody. I'm not really a big wearer of the shacket, not a shacket but guy. it's cold outside, so I've layered yeah. up. It's warm in this studio. Mm. Too warm, some would say. Yeah but outside it's pretty cold obviously as it is with everybody yeah. so i'm shacketed up you are a regular wearer of the shacket charlie
0: i find a shacket paul i find it's like having a shave when you're hung over it's yes. um a, a good <laughs> it's a good sort of uh trick into oh, yeah. people thinking you, you're looking a little bit smart. Oh, okay, yeah, it's I can a good trick. You can wear sort of sort of anything else. Yeah, yeah, yeah. With a jacket, true. you look like you put a jacket on. That's true. Like when you're hungover and you have a shave, you look well. He's clean shaven, <laughs> yeah, so yeah. he can't cool have me. been. He can't I don't have been quite no that drunk Texas, last night. But,
2: um, if you're also celebrating Jacket Tuesday, have yeah, got one on, send your photographs in this afternoon, and we'll <laughs> we'll include you in the role of honour. Talksport.com, yeah, nice. text 1889, tweet to TSH and J. Um, other stuff to get you involved in. Um, what did you find in a bin? Oh, uh, That's such I a deal. Charlie's choice, and it's not even a Charlie's choice. And the reason I do it is that some old scripts have, uh, have turned up. Oh, yeah. From so friends... Like- no, not, of friends. Not, a couple of friends' scripts were found in a bin. They're now going to go on sale. They were near. Uh, it must have been when they came over and recorded some shows over here. Fountain Studios in in Wembley, where they've recorded lots and lots of things yes. over the years. Massive studios. In a couple of bins near Fountain Studios in uh, London, somebody found a couple of old um, scripts from friends. Lovely. And the actors were told to sort of destroy them afterwards. But yeah. I don't know who it was. One of them's gone down there. Just gone straight in the bin Put by a Fountain. And uh, some enterprising soul—I don't know if they were going through the bins or they saw David uh, swimmer t- chuck him in the bin—decided to fish him out, and uh, he could now get about eight hundred quid. Oh, lovely! For him, yeah. What
0: I would do with those, because I've done it before, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> not so—not for money, I will say—is take a page. Take a page and frame that page, right? And then people could buy a, buy a page. I think you'd make more per page wow. than you would for the whole script. You should go into the den with that. My, my dad's a used car dealer. What what more can I? Okay, so what <laughs> you take the you take the door off a car <laughs> no, <laughs> and sell it bit no, no, by bit. No. Wow. I just think you could make more out of one page. Yeah, like with Doctor Who. Sometimes, if a Doctor Who fans fan writes to me and I'm in a good mood, I will uh, put a, a, a page of the script. Free, free of charge. It, and just send it back to him. Because you were in Doctor Who I was ones, in Doctor Who once, yeah. Who yeah. did you so play? The, the, uh, the Fat One, John. The, the, f- the, fat fat
2: one. <laughs> the Fat One. I mean, for a show that, it, 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 you know, it's, it's quite sensitive around certain subject matter, <laughs> yeah. Doctor Who. Hence the jacket. Yeah, <laughs> <it's, laughs> yeah. Covers a million sins, it, Paul. It uh, certainly does. But I'm, I'm quite surprised I had a character called the Fat One. Yep,
0: yeah, the Fat One, who's married to the Thin One. So, oh uh, yeah very i was, okay. wasn't up for
2: both no okay
0: <laughs> <laughs> but there we are yeah S- sell it piece by piece. what did you sell piece by piece maybe there's a nice
2: we set. could do that we could certainly ask the listeners what they found in a bin oh i in love that what did you w- find w- in the bin? was it as good as a couple of scripts from uh, friends yeah perfect uh, the other thing was who was in the room next door i don't know if there was a, i saw a newcastle fan oh, yeah. earlier on on um on I think it was on Twitter. Oh yeah. He was. Uh, his name was Ricky Holt. Good afternoon, Ricky. If you're listening. Good afternoon, Ricky. He said, Took the wife away for the night for oh, a well deserved rest and in the room next to me is war Miggy Yeah. <laughs> Almeron was next door. Wow. Yeah. How did he know? Not through the walls, <laughs> I hope. No, I well exactly. <laughs> Uh, there they are. There's oh, a little picture of It looks like a very nice country hotel in the northeast. What
0: happened? Uh, his, key, his key card hadn't worked. He's wiping it on his jeans, trying to make, yeah, make it work. And he's gone
2: into Miggie's room. But, uh, yeah, lovely nice. picture. He's happily had a, a photograph taken. Oh, so we just nice. wondered uh, who was in the room next door. Oh, I mean, I know that we're asking for trouble at this time of day. <laughs> uh, more insect interference are oh, yeah. Ali Pally. Um, yeah. I know we're throwing a lot at you, but um, did they ever find the? Was it one wasp? It was. It was not a, a wasp it was, nest. It was the Ali Pali wasp that we had last week that got to Luke Litter yeah. and one or two others, and now we've got the fly at the Masters. You see that? No, I like it. It was though. a fly on the ball. Fly yesterday. cam. He just he just sat on the ball, and Very nice. uh, and obviously flew off once the ball was struck. But what is it with that place? Like a it's just a load of insects. <laughs> Old, the inside old, the an old building. It is an old, an old yeah, building. It's normally, it's
0: full of ice, so it's too cold
2: for them. No, <laughs> that's probably true. <laughs> and these days, once it's warmed they're back, up, it's warmed up. They're probably drunk by osmosis as yeah. well. Imagine <laughs> the amount of <laughs> drunk wasps yeah. just off the fumes. Just go windmilling, stinging and round. everybody. It'd be an absolute disaster, wouldn't yeah, it? It so. would be indeed. So uh, let's hear from you on that uh, insect interference in the world of sport. We've had animal interference, so this is quite niche. Nice, yeah,
0: yeah, but nice
2: insect it. interference in the world of sport. So there's that one. It's Jacket Tuesday. Don't forget to get involved. What did you find in a bin? This is all the kind of quality material you've come to expect. The least likely sounding footballer currently oh, yeah. in the professional game, Ian Matson. You should see around <laughs> Ian Matson. Save you when did, have you, have you seen
0: Ian Matson play? Have yes. you
2: seen him score a goal? He's a is player. he real? He is a good player. Oh, okay, yeah, yeah, he's off to Dortmund, isn't he?
0: Maybe we he? can but get him on.
2: And uh, what else did we have? This is uh, Ian, Matt's son. That's it. <laughs> and, uh, yeah, all manner of other stuff. Yeah, lovely. So, uh, go on, get to work. Uh, why should we do it all? Talksport.com forward slash H&J. You can text to 81089 or you can tweet... To uh,
1: T.S. The Hawksby and Jacobs Daily Podcast.
2: This is Paul Hawksby and uh, Charlie Baker here on Talk Sport. Well, uh, it's the biggest TV show, the most influ- influential TV show for some time. Yeah. We were chatting to Mike Ward about it yesterday. Rarely does a TV show sort of uh, affect government policy. Yeah, Change the agenda, doesn't it? Yeah, yeah. that's right. It will be a-, a long-running case. Of course, we're talking about... Uh, Mr. Bates versus the post office on uh, ITV and all the subsequent fallout from it. The British public are very, very upset about what they saw. Yeah. but So are many of the cast as well. I um, can Will imagine. Joins us now, friend of the show, Manchester United fan, Will Mellor. Hi, Will. Hello, Will. <laughs> hello, hello. Good afternoon. Good afternoon. Last time we spoke to you, we asked you what you had coming up and you said you were involved uh, in this programme, but you probably have been as surprised as anybody by the effect it's had.
3: When we were filming it we was like this is going to make a bit of a splash this people are going to be talking about this but i honestly we could not have even come close it surpassed anything that we thought it would do and you know and, and the anger and the response from the public um and you know the way everyone's talking about it which is what we wanted but it's just grabbed the nation and i think sometimes people thought they knew about this, because I I think when we spoke to you, you said, oh, I've heard about that. You know, I think I've heard about that. And people thought they knew what had gone on, but until you saw it and you went through the emotion with these people, uh, I think it really struck a nerve and people went, we're not having this and they've come together, which is, it's amazing.
2: Um, You play uh, Lee Castleton, the sub postmaster. I I take it you got to chat to him and spend some time with him before, before you started filming.
3: No, uh, honestly, not really. I'll I tell you why. Um, because obviously straight away when they asked me to do it, I said, oh, well, I'd like to spend some time with Lee Castleton and, and sort of find a bit more about him because I'm playing a real person, which is a responsibility that comes with that. You mm. you, you want to get it right. And also because of what he's been through, I wanted to... But I, do you know what? I think he was a bit hesitant um, when, he, when he found out we were doing this. A few of them were because they didn't know whether they wanted to relive it and go through their emotions again, which mm. I understand. And I don't want to be selfish and go, well, it'd be important for me because, you know, I'm just an actor, you know, he's, he's actually lived this. So, um, I found out all the information I could, uh, I worked with the director on it, James Strong, who I did Broadchurch with, you have a good relationship. And we just wanted to make sure we got the truth and the reality and the, the emotion, right. Um, and, and, I did that to the best of my ability. And then I actually met him at BAFTA. We were going, I was going to a screening for the press screening and somebody opened the door for me I had a coffee in my hand the suitcase and I couldn't open the door and this guy opened the door and I went, I went oh thanks mate and he went I'm Lee Castleton wow. and my jaw hit the floor and, and I put the coffee down and we just hugged it out for longer than you would hug somebody if you just were saying hello if you know what I mean it was <laughs> there was a, there was a lot of emotion there because I'd finished playing him and he'd seen it and he was it was overwhelming so and, and he said how happy he was with it which was a big relief for me because I was so nervous that, he, you know, that he wasn't going to like what I did or, you know, so yeah, it's been, it's been an unbelievable ride.
0: When you receive a script like that and get offered a part like that, and then you'll sit and doing a read-through, how it's made, how TV's made, people might not know, is that you'll do a big read-through around a, a table, won't you, as as the yeah. as the cast before you, before you go out and film it. And to, and to get that level of performance from a brilliant actor like Toby Jones, you must have known that with a great script, with a, a story that, really shines a light on the cruelty that happened to these uh, working people that that you, you are going to create a splash it is going to make a difference
3: well yeah it's a shame that it took a drama to do so yeah. but I'm so pr- I'm so proud to be in it I mean it, it's the proudest thing I've, I've ever done it has to be because it's a it, it passage just being an actor or being in a drama or a comedy or whatever that you know my job is because hopefully it is going to make a difference I mean these people have waited nearly two decades mm. And they've suffered and suffered. I mean, I don't know what price you put on, you know, people killing themselves, people going to jail. There's a lady who tried to commit suicide twice and they, they had to do like electric treatment on her brain. So now she can't even remember a childhood. Lee Lee's family, got kids got bullied. His daughter had major problems and completely destitute. I, what price do you put on that? And they went through two decades of that. So if this can make a difference and we can start getting these people justice and compensation we can start holding people accountable then obviously it's the proudest thing I've ever been part of and I'm gobsmacked but do you know what makes me proud mm-hmm. of British people have all come together and said it doesn't matter how big you, you, you know the government is the company we, we need to make get justice for these people yeah. so I'm proud that everyone's got together and signed the petition um against Paula Venold uh, getting her um CBE overturned I think that's the right thing to do but also, let's get justice for these people. Uh, so yeah, it's great when everyone comes together like this.
2: And there was that anger there, I guess, as you as you'd all read the script and you came together to to start working on it. I'm sure in quiet moments you all sat down and said, "Can you believe this? Can yeah. you believe this actually happened to real people?"
3: The amount of times we'd do a, do a scene or we'd we'd all come together, especially we had, we had these scenes in the church hall when the, all the cast were together yeah. and. The amount of times we just said, can you believe they did this? And, and I kept saying, do you know when people watch this, they're going to have to remind themselves that this is true. Mm. Because you wouldn't believe that anybody could do this to somebody or to a family. I mean, it wasn't just somebody. It was 555 of us and then we know now there's going to be over thousands. Mm. Uh, and then go and sleep at night and, and sleep peacefully at night knowing they're completely ruining people's lives. Um, and I said, people are going to have to keep reminding themselves that this is a true story. I think if it was fictional, you wouldn't believe it because you think no one would be that callous. Yeah. No one would do that. Exactly. And don't tell me they didn't know because they kept telling them, this has only happened to you. There's nobody else has had this has happened to. Trying to keep them isolated because they knew if they came together, they would actually have a case. So they tried to stop it from happening.
2: Well, it's it, it's having a huge effect. Yeah. Mean, and Brilliant be- drama
0: and congratulations on your yeah, performance. It must, it must well have been well. an amazing
2: thing to be. Thank you. But- um, it's still available on the ITV. Play on ITV. It'll be available for a while. <laughs> it, yeah, yeah. it will. Yeah, be. yeah, yeah. Uh, yeah. Let's talk a bit of Manchester United. Will your club? Um, yeah. Professional performance last night. It was pretty straightforward, wasn't it? Against Wigan.
3: Yeah. Um, for, I, I was. I was a bit gutted for Hoyland, uh, as was Hoyland, because you just want him to get a tap in. You know what I mean? After that goal against Villa, then he was ill. Um, yeah. I mean, United were playing a team two divisions below us, so you know I was. Happy with the win, of course. Uh, you never know. There's always a potential banana skin away. But um, after the first ten minutes, we had a scare. <laughs> after that, we seemed to control the game. So yeah, happy to be in the draw. Um, you know, Man United are like my golf: one good shot, two bad shots. It's just, <laughs> yeah, we play we, we beat Villa, and a fantastic second half. And then we just completely back to where we were against Forest, and it was so frustrating to watch. But yeah. you know. That's
0: United at the moment. When you when you couldn't score, I was I was just thinking of Arsenal on Sunday. I was thinking, got, you know, all the way through that Arsenal game, I was going Liverpool oh. are going to win this because there have yes, been so yeah. many shots that aren't going in that one goes in off someone's ass. You know, I can't say arse yeah. One goes. <laughs> <laughs> we'll have to re-take that out, John. No, One goes we, in. We can always bleep. We can always bleep that. We've
3: just, <laughs> we have just bleeped oh. Charlie. Yeah, a bit of a bit of blue, <laughs> blue for dance, bit of blue, bit of blue for dance.
0: <laughs> well, I'm too relaxed I like talking to him. Um, uh, well, one goes in off someone's butt. You know, and and they score. You know, and and that's what I thought was going to happen last night for Wigan. But you know, they got it, and then it was a professional performance from then on.
3: Yeah, I, I just don't know what's next. Um, I'm just hoping now that we get a bit of structure to this club. We need to, you know, we need to get rid of a lot of dead wood that's that's there. Um, there's a lot of people are, are, on a lot of wages that, that shouldn't be yeah. being paid to be United. Um, I'd like to see people come in. I'd like to see Calvin Phillips come in on loan. I really would. I think he's too good. To not be playing football mm. in the Premier League. And I think City bought him just so no one else could have him. I don't <laughs> understand what they're doing with him. I mean, when he was playing for England and he had a fantastic tournament, I was like, I'd love him at United. And, you know, we, we got Casemiro in on loan, and obviously he's been injured. We suffered with injuries. You hate to use that as an excuse, but I don't even know what United's best 11 is. Um, so I'd like to you know, have a little shake up, get our, our players fit see what we've got um, and get rid of the dead wood. And, and, and you know, we, we're going to have to really start building. Uh, this season, you know, if we can get to an FA Cup final and finish top four, I think I'd, I'd settle for that.
2: Uh, and I suppose he wouldn't feel like a City player, Phillips, would he? Because he's barely been involved. It would feel like, you know, getting him uh, getting him into United, getting him fit and firing before the Euros, you'd probably feel like you got one over City.
3: Well, I, I, well, you know, I, I don't care about anybody else. But I, I, you know, I'm a Man United fan, I, you know, and, I, and I just, I'm just i always optimistic and City, you know, we're not even in touching distance to them. So, we we just got to concentrate on ourselves. I believe in Tan Haag. We cannot get rid of him. You know, we, I think he really wants to do the right thing. I mean, Gary Neville said it and I believe what he said. He said, we beat Villa, we come back, great second half performance and he said, you see, they're playing for their manager. And then he said to you, against... Not even Forest, are they not playing for their manager then against Forest? Yeah. That's, so, it's that kind of, you know, the players have got responsibility. And I think playing Rashford up front doesn't work. If he's not on the left, don't play him. You know, we need another number nine to help Hoyland. Um, we need to buy a centre-forward, a number nine. Um, and, yeah, it's been a lot of injuries. So, it's very hard to see what United's best eleven is, like I said. So, uh, yeah, it's frustrating at the moment. I just want to get a run of wins under our belt. I mean, I looked today and I th- Luton have scored more goals than us. I mean, that's not good, is it? No,
2: that's so good. Will, uh, congratulations again on Mr Bates for the post office. We'll
3: catch up <laughs> with you, you soon. You. Thanks a lot. Thanks, Will. Thank you. I just want to say to everyone out there, thanks very much for your support for this. We will get justice for these people. So thanks very much.
2: Absolutely. Cheers, Will. Thank you. Thank you. Cheers, boys. There we are, this Will Mellor. You can catch Mr Bates versus the post office on ITVX, if you haven't watched it already. Very powerful bit of yeah, TV. Yeah. Uh, this is Paul Hawksby and Charlie Baker here on TalkSport.
1: The Hawksby and Jacobs Daily Podcast.
2: Paul Hawksby and Charlie Baker here on TalkSport. Now, it was a very sad night last night. In the space of a few hours, we lost one of the greats of world football yeah. friends, Beckenbauer. We'll be chatting about that later on. Then later on in the evening, the sad news that uh, Welsh rugby legend JPR Williams had uh, died aged 74. Yeah, some, some player, Paul. Oh, some player much. and
0: some man. Amazing. I mean,
2: you're, the thing is, you're reminded of it. I mean, I, I, I'm obviously old enough to have seen, seen him play, watched him in his pomp, yeah. but I think there would be a lot of people who maybe love their rugby who don't sort of delve into the archives will be quite taken by what they've seen from some of the footage that's emerged since last night. Yeah. Joining us now um, is a rugby fan, a comedian, Mike Bubbins. Hi, Mike. Hello, Mike. Hi, Paul. Hi, Charlie. How are you doing doing, boys? All right. Good. Thank you, Mike. Yeah, I mean, this kind of generation of great Welsh players, I mean, yeah. they are so revered in Wales. You can give us some insight into that, I'm sure.
4: Oh, yeah. I mean, it's, you you have to see to believe it. Really, I was at the rugby a couple of weeks ago at the Cardiff game, and ended up. I did a I did a thing with Gareth Edwards about a year ago, and I saw Gareth in the sort of box there, and then ended up getting back into the bar with him for a pint. And it's, it would, I mean, it'd be like you meeting George Best. It, it, it's it's huge, you know. On that on that generation, we lost Phil Bennett fairly recently. Mm-hmm. Um, but I mean, I, I mean, JPR wasn't. It was so sudden. He died so suddenly. I mean, uh, so it was five, six months ago. I saw a thing he was doing. He looked really well. The big, lovely shock of hair, still the big sideburns. He looked mm. really healthy. And yeah, which it, it, I mean, I'm, I'm 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 of an age now where people that I looked up to as a kid are passing away through old age. But sometimes it just really hits you in the stomach. And yeah, the and thing came, and then within a couple of hours, I read that yesterday. And I, I know JPL's uh, son-in-law is, is a mate. I was like, oh my God, it was just, yeah, it was a real body blow yesterday. Very, very sad. Yeah.
2: He what? I mean, part of a, a golden generation of Welsh mm. rugby players, but, uh, you know, just an incredible fo- a fullback. And we've watched some of the clips subsequently the the barbarians game obviously has resurfaced and him basically standing his ground against a french yeah. winger but just uh, a hard, hard man but with that magic in him as yeah. well it's there's some there are some amazing footage emerging it's sad that it has to take this for us to to relive the great moments well he was such a tough
4: tough player yeah. i mean in the time and rugby was a i mean it's a tough game now but in a different way you know it was they were real hard men then and he, and he sort of stood out amongst them. So he was very revered by the New Zealand rugby fans. And um there's that famous time when I think I think Burgen played the, the all blacks and he got his face basically opened up, you know, and he had to go got stitched up stitched up, came back on the field. he set up with the French game in the corner there when he when he took the French player out with about two yards to go. That Barbas try, that seventy three try, everyone talks about the Gareth try as being the best try of all time. This was the same game, that JPR try, which mm-hmm. I think is that good a try. I mean it was It was a fabulous player who played until he was in his 50s. That was the thing. He stopped playing, played for British Athletic. Then I think he went to Tondi, uh, moved into the pack when he slowed down a bit like we all do. And then he ended up playing until he was 50-odd years of age. So, yeah, it was a great great show. I never played against him. But, I mean, I've got to share one little thing if I could, lads. Have got the 30 seconds? Of course, course, yeah, yeah, yeah. So one of our listeners to the pod got in touch. He said, my cousin used to play wing for Newbridge RFC back in the day. Uh, in the late 70s, early 80s. He sent me this regarding JPR. So this is what his his, his, uh, his cousin sent him. When I first started playing for Newbridge, I was about 19. I played against Bridgend. JPR was playing full back, and I got the ball on our 10-yard line. I lost my wing, and there was nobody between me and the try line. JPR was way off the other side of the pitch. I started running, kept looking to see where he was. I ran myself into touch about 10 yards from the line. He hadn't even got anywhere near me, but I was literally tackled by his reputation. <laughs>
2: <laughs> fantastic.
4: <laughs> he
2: had an incredible backstory oh, as well. He was a great tennis player. Um, the Br- he, Br- British
4: junior champion, yeah, yeah. John Lloyd. Yeah, when he yeah. makes
0: his debut, there's a bit, I watched a bit of uh, footage last night, and when he makes his debut, they, they they bring him on, John Williams here, a great young tennis player coming on to play fullback. Right? Uh, yeah, that's true, yeah.
4: <laughs> and he had a sort of Beyond Borg hair headband as well, and the yeah. lovely, oh man, what? And a doctor. So yeah. when my when my grandmother broke his, broke her his leg back in the eighties, you know, I think I think I think JPR was one of the surgeons. But um, just a brilliant bloke, you know. I, I'd never met him, like I said, I met a few of that generation, very lucky to do that. But I'd never met JPR. But everyone that I met him, I had nothing but good things to say about him. He's obviously London Welsh as well, so he mm-hmm. was um, revered there. But I mean, yeah, there's not many players that that are it's weird to read about someone online like when he passed away yesterday I didn't see a single negative comment which is Mm, very mm. you know just a tough player who played the game well played it for years and years and years for no money played until he was in his 50s because he loved it so much and then was still a a patron of his local club until the day he dies and then adding to that like 40, 50 years of of a surgeon you know and and putting people's bodies back together just incredible really yeah amazing
2: Amazing. amazing guy with an amazing life Mike, we um, we've kept in touch with you uh, as Mammoth, your uh, sitcom has come together in the very early days of you saying you got a pilot, you made a pilot episode, and then there was a maybe an extended period. We we didn't think you long Paul.
3: yeah, too long. I mean, I was
2: (laughs) I enjoyed the pilot. I thought they would snap it up, but um, they've seen sense in the end. And you've I think you've recorded the series. And when will it be going out?
4: Yes, we finished recording it about a week before Christmas and it should be out. They haven't given us a date yet, but they're thinking May, June. So I've just seen the first draft episode one and I'm very pleased. So, oh, good. so hopefully late spring, early summer it'll be out. It's that, a, it's that, a that beautiful cap, that, premise. Yeah, we that, should explain
2: the premise too, because that's the thing that gets people hooked if they haven't seen the pilot. Tell us what it's about, Mike.
4: So, to, well, <laughs> right by what you know, Tony is a, a 70s man who, uh, Tony at Mammoth, a PE teacher who is engulfed by an avalanche on a school skiing trip in 1979 <laughs> and brought back to life miraculously in the modern day and wants his old job back at his old school. So he ends up being this uh, 1970s PE teacher, uh, yeah, just in the modern world, and gets his old job back and then finds out a couple of things that weren't in the pilot, which I can't say too much about. Oh, okay. we give it a few other little yeah. levels, pretty nice, and yeah. Um, yeah, I'm very, I remember t- I chatted to Charlie about this a long time ago, just when the thought was kicking around my head. And um, You were saying it's a
0: bad idea, I'm not going to write it. And I was going, no, uh, write it. it. Uh, it's a brilliant uh, idea. idea. I don't <laughs> i what's like in the story, I, uh, I just just trying oh, to take some credit for it. Oh, Charlie, because I,
4: I think I was going to shave my moustache off. I grew up a fancy dress and I was going to shave it off. And I said to Charlie, I love this moustache. He said, well, keep it on then. I said, yeah, I won't get any work. He said, well, you just get different work. Yeah. <laughs> and look, here I am. Charlie, yeah, here I am. Yeah, exactly, and you, you the see,
2: Have you got any advice yeah. for other comedians out anyone, there, Charlie, I, I, I'm good for. with
0: advice with everyone, for, everyone except, yeah, for everyone except myself. <laughs> and he'd have loved J.P.R. Williams
2: mammoth, wouldn't he? Oh,
4: oh that would have been right up his alley. Yeah, yeah. 100%. And as
2: a fan of the 70s and 70s fashions, Mike, imagine the wardrobe department for Mammoth have been bringing stuff in. You're saying, no, I've got stuff better than that at, that at home. Yeah.
4: <laughs> well, I drove my own car in it. Yeah, and, really? And, and the best shoes in, in the series are the, uh, they said, where'd you get those from? I said, these from my from my wardrobe. So, um, yeah, I wore a couple of my own. The best thing was, though, lads, on the, on, the, on the quiet, when they finished filming, they saw, do you want to look after the stock? You know? Yeah. Oh. So I've now got about two wardrobes full of 70s kit upstairs. Oh, beautiful. Oh, I, bet so, it, I bet your wife's will it thrilled. Will it be,
2: it'll be <laughs> available <laughs> on iPlayer? Will it be on BBC Wales, but it will be available for people to watch on iPlayer across the country, I take
4: it, when it comes No, out. it's going to be on network. So they're going to oh, be brilliant. on BBC One. Oh, that's great. And the iPlayer, and then BBC Wales as well, so folks. So, yes, it's a, what they call a, a co-production, which is nice. Fantastic. Wonderful. Fantastic. Well,
2: um, we look forward to it, Mike. We appreciate you joining us to talk about JPR. Thanks. We'll catch up with you soon. Cheers, Paul. Cheers, Cheers Charlie. Boys. There we are, this uh, comedian, Mike Bubbins. Check check out his sitcom. So the yeah. pilot was a lot of fun. That is available on iPlayer. If, if anyone wants any career mood, advice, text in. Yeah. Might be able to help you, whether you're if a comedian you're, yeah, or not. Ask Charlie. If you look any, looking at me, look at that. Any career said, advice at all? Keep the
0: moustache. she'll get different work. And yeah. so it proved. Be yourself, Paul. That's yeah. the key, isn't it? Be yeah. yourself. That's all. Really you, truth. There's only one of you. Were you ever given any good advice, Charlie?
2: Did, um... Never. Never. <laughs> never been <laughs> hence uh, give, i'm sitting, sitting been here is what you're about <laughs> to say
0: hence i'm sitting opposite <laughs> you uh n- no not not really i i i, I read a lot of uh, books read a lot of self-help books and all a right. lot of sports books okay um golf is not a game of perfect that's a good one paul is it really which you just changed the word l- golf for life all the way through it hmm. and there you are life is not a game of perfect nobody's perfect you can only do what you can do all Right. That's all you do all the way through. You, you know? could be a life coach. I'm going to be. I'm going to be. More yeah, money yeah, yeah, than, that yeah. than this. <laughs> I don't you know. do that. I don't know, but yeah, text If you need any uh, advice this afternoon, because yeah. at the moment, the best text we've had is I found a, found a whole bag of chips in the bin.
2: Yeah, that's, that's it. literally
0: the best tweet. I retrieved a
2: portable record player from a skip. Um, oh, that's all right. Some, some um, scripts from friends were found in a bin in Wembley. Mm-hmm. And uh, going to go for about eight hundred quid. Yeah, lovely. So, what did you find in the bin? Yes, we've come to that point. <laughs> I retrieved a portable record player from a skip whilst living in Shepherd's Bush in London in the seventies. Uh, um, there was already a record on it: Fat Larry's Band. Oh, lovely! Zoom, zoom. zoom. Yeah. yeah. Which, whenever I listen, it's always it's out out two, it's it always sounds like a tune. is tune.
0: Have you noticed that? Can
2: we get that? Can we, Can get we find it, it for the next zoom. hour?
0: I'm always thinking. Just one look and then my heart went boom. Yeah, There's a few notes. I it's the think big it's zoom when they're
2: going to the middle bit and I always think yeah. shouldn't somebody have said I thought he was maybe maybe <laughs> Fat Larry was one of those blokes. They said Larry you're off tune. He said no, uh-huh. I'm not. He was one of those. Stop calling me fat. Yeah. Do you think, do you think he called the band Larry's Band?
0: Yeah. And then we've, got, we've got fat Larry's
2: Band <laughs> yeah. in there, and then they had to just style it out. They didn't like and, him because he'd <laughs> never admit he was out of tune. I think you'll find there's something wrong with your equipment. I'm not out of tune. He's out of tune, we'll everybody. Put it on. We'll find fat it Fat Larry's we'll out find it. Of tune. Hashtag be kind. Um, <laughs> if you want a bit of come I on then talksport.com, text 81089, tweet and j. We will return without a tune, Fat Larry, and other assorted stuff. Um, we'll talk a bit more dance. We're going to Q School. Some oh, of the yeah. big stars, some big names are at Q School at the moment, looking to stay on the circuit, get on the circuit. Well, it's massive now. It's Paul. proving difficult for some names that you'll certainly know when we run them past you. And uh, lots more besides all to come in
1: the next hour of the show. The Hawksby and Jacobs Daily Podcast.
0: Making work make sense? LinkedIn knows how.
1: Quality sleep is essential for boosting energy, recovery and well-being. So take your sleep to the next level with Sleep Number. Only at Sleep Number stores or sleepnumber.com. Flexibility is great. That's why there's yoga. Flexibility for your insurance coverage is great too. That's why there's United Healthcare insurance plans. the Hawksby and Jacobs daily podcast.
2: Hawksby and Charlie Baker here on TalkSport. I don't know if you saw this story, uh, Charlie. Uh, adding insult to injury. Oh, OK. Uh, the Newcastle fans who went along to the stadium are like for the... Sunderland Cup yeah, game yeah. at the weekend. Bit one-sided,
0: uh, wasn't that game, Paul? Was a little bit. Yeah, bit I think one-sided. it's fair to say.
2: But they decided to, to you know, they understand, it, but they want to have a beer in and around the match. Yeah, don't blame me. And um, they they wanted so much beer that the staff at the stadium alike were just lining up pints. Oh, so yeah, they were lovely. pre-poured. So yeah. it was much much easier to serve everybody in the away end. Because um, there were obviously a lot more fans at FA Cup games. Yeah. Um, the trouble was, they lined all the pints up, and the card machines went offline. So they had to give the Newcastle fans free pints. Oh, gosh. Free pints. What a nightmare. Imagine that. After you're, all the furore around yeah. the bar, anyway. You're trying to make them unwelcome. <laughs> free pints. And then in the end, you're just giving them free beer. <laughs> yeah. One Three of the fans goals. said it made up the fact we had to wait two hours to get out of the ground. Oh, wow. It's Got to be up there with they record, isn't it? Why was it two hours? Well, they didn't to get want out? any trouble, they wanted the okay. area cleared before the Newcastle fans yeah. were let out celebrating. But two hours seems a bit excessive, doesn't it? Yeah, some of that Sunderland
0: defending was a bit like free beer, wasn't it? As <laughs> well, you know, just like just <laughs> yeah, trying to nutmeg him in your own box, was
2: a bit of chasma class, wasn't there? So, yeah. um, it would be interesting if you were one of those Newcastle fans who benefited from the free yeah. beer. When did you get free beer? We'd like okay, do so you want to know about you? that? I want that. Free, okay, well free
0: on. beer and why.
2: Are we going to say free beer and wine?
0: Well, is there a better, is there a better two words in the English language
2: yeah. than free bar? Possibly, possibly not.
0: <laughs> Pay bar. So do not let us so know, much.
2: If you're in the Sunderland End as a Newcastle fan and you had the full experience and you couldn't quite believe it, and why were you there for two hours? I mean, you know, it's kind of obvious, but still, that does seem a bit excessive. And what's the longest you've been kept in? Oh yeah. I mean, that happens quite a lot, certainly abroad when you go and watch games in Europe, they don't let you out the stadium I have never straight. been at
0: a match high enough level to have been kept in
2: afterwards. <laughs> Doesn't happen at Boreham Wood. Doesn't happen. Don't they just... make you wait for an hour at Boreham Wood so the ultras don't, you know, set, set
0: upon it? A lot them. of the time they more or less give you a fork and say and you just do a bit on the pitch yeah. with, before you
2: leave, you know. Yeah, That's right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Just in that team. left corner where it's a bit, a bit of surface water. <laughs> yeah. Do a bit of groundsman's work. So anyway, yeah, if you're one of those Newcastle fans, 03717223344. Know Talksport.com, pay- you know text 8189 yeah. or tweet.
0: T S H N J. just giving out the info. Sorry, car, yeah, of course. Yeah. Yeah. Do you know who has a pay bar? Rich people. When you go to a rich person's party, oh, yeah. they've never put any money behind the bar pole. Is Yeah, I've been to a few rich, pe- famous people's do's. Ah. and it's always Want a name and shame. No, I don't. But it's always a flipping pay bar. You think, come on, put your hand in your pocket, <laughs> goodness sake. Yeah. And you know, you'll turn up with something and it's like, "Yeah, come on. Drinks on the house." We were talking about um, darts. Lock in. Are they better two words. Lock
2: in or yeah. pay bar. Lock in Which you prefer. 03717. <laughs> <Yeah. 0-3-7-1-7. laughs> we were um we were mentioning the darts earlier on and uh, apparently there could well be um I think I made this might be the imagination of a Telegraph's uh, TV reviewer, oh, yeah. um Alan Tyres, but he would like to see a kind of dart strive to survive. Oh, behind yeah. the scenes
0: i think there is that one app. i think there's oh, one there is, there happening is there is one, one happening i really? think there is one i think it's called darts ah is it i think no no genuinely ah i think there is one happening so uh, that'd be good uh, I' would be it? real yeah really good i mean i wonder if they'll show it warts and all because yeah. the books i've i've read a few books autobiographies mm. on on darts and they and i know it's no secret and they used to do it on stage yes they do like a pint or mm, eight, yeah, yeah, yeah. Sometimes off stage to, to, to get themselves, they get themselves to a level, and then they have to keep themselves at that level. Yeah, Port. get the equilibrium I, right. And I did wonder if this was the most sober final ever that had just
2: passed the the, the world. The well, they on stage. The the two they're drinking bottles of water. Well, we think it's water. Yeah, well, that's what. So, I mean, right? Yeah, they're not. Yeah. They no, not no, no, they, they wouldn't do that on stage. But no, I I, I know of players of, of not that long ago that would, they had, they'd have a couple of drinks that would get them at the, if they'd more than that, yeah, they'd be they couldn't perform, and if they'd less than that, they couldn't perform. They they'd learnt over the years. I'm mean, I'm sure you know Luke Littler's not like that no. for obvious reasons, and there are more modern players that don't do that. But there are players of say not that long ago that had to find the equilibrium, yeah, to find that balance, find that a line, a couple of drinks, but not too many, so it throws you off your game. Yeah. but to... um, yeah, no, I think it was Alan was suggesting it would be called Drive to Survive: The Weatherpoons Edition, which it, it sounds about oh. right. I think. It would,
0: (laughs) Very nice.
2: It would be very good. But I think all the intrigue, everything that goes on, we'd all like to see that, wouldn't we? I think. very, very nice indeed. Free beer, uh, Cape Town,
0: 2010. Entini, remember Intini? Oh, yeah, of course, yeah. Got the whole stadium a pint. That's nice, isn't it? That's nice. Bought everyone a pint.
2: Fantastic how'd you for in there? I mean, <laughs> and how'd you people would still take advantage, wouldn't they? they really they'd was, go yeah. back for a second yeah, yeah, and a third yeah,
0: yeah. pint of whiskey, please.
2: I suppose they'd all just kind of at the end of it, they just give him the bill in yeah. the stadium. But yeah, we are
0: okay. Were you there, Cape Town 2010? Yeah, three pints all round. Um, we are I yes. can't, uh, Gareth Spurs fan. I can't read yours out about the your favorite two words in the
2: in the uh, English language. No, but we, uh, yeah, th- th- thank get, you, I'm thank, you, look, very, un- thank you very much for your input now um you were very generous at christmas charlie you bought in gifts for the team Oh, did i yeah you bought me a very nice bottle of wine oh, that, that was very, very kind very nice of you charlie bot- yeah, and you bought our producer uh magnet fishing yes kit yes uh, i asked him earlier on today not, not like a little kids game
0: like a little when you have a little box no not one of those
2: <laughs> magnets on the end but of you it. bought him all the gear that all he could gear. go down
0: to the local river. red bait. rope very strong magnet
2: <clears throat> yeah
0: um bomb disposal kit
2: Yeah, it it does have its own dangers and it is frowned upon by some people magnet fishing. But um, when I saw this story, I did wonder, although it happened in the River Don in Sheffield, whether it was the producer. Oh, he's been down there, yeah. Because it said magnet fishers found a Royal Navy cannon dating back to the 1800s. (laughs) Imagine pulling that up on your piece of red rope. Yeah. It'd be fantastic, wouldn't it? I I mean,
0: I'd love a... I'm going to take... We're going to go out with John and and do some magnet fishing, but I... Whenever, whenever people do it near us, I live near the river, yeah. And then the then the, the bridge they're on nine times out of ten gets shut because they do because pull out they've, a, a, they've found a hand I'm grenade ready. or a right, you know, or so a,
2: it could close off part of the local area
0: exactly, yeah. But yeah. well, they found a cannon,
2: yeah. They found a cannon from the eighteen hundreds. Why had they thrown it in? Do you think? I don't know, Just They're catch it, in. catch and release. Somebody, you know, <laughs> do they do that in magnet just, fishing? Just, just cool. sta- standing there with it, the got a gr- grenade. <laughs> one and then just obviously put it back, catch and release. Hold that cannon further from your body so it looks bigger. <laughs> yeah, that's it. <laughs> that's what they do. Yeah, it's fantastic, Beautiful. isn't it? So, um, if, if, you've, look, if you've given it a try, we'd be interested to hear from yeah. the listeners this oh, afternoon. Yeah, please, yeah. Because the producer's not tried it yet, so he could do with not a few tips. It. I know. But the joys are otherwise of magnet fishing. Do let us know. 03717 yeah. dot talksport.com, text 81089. Or tweet to TSH and Janie. Newcastle fans have got a free pint at the stadium, alike. we'd love to hear from you as well. You're asking what people found in the bin, Paul. I'm, I'm <laughs> just, a bit nervous of this one, not, not just from nothing. Yeah, no, it's come from the fact that a couple of scripts from friends were found in a bin and yeah. are now going to go on sale at auction. My mate found a signed portrait of
0: that try in the Bar Bars match on on the back of the conversation about JPR Williams. Yeah, um, it was outside someone's house right. who was getting rid of things from his attic, oh, yeah. signed by all involved in that try. Who
2: would throw that away? And, That'd be know, worth were they, money.
0: and were were they throwing it out if it was just lent yeah. up against their wall outside? Maybe they were just
2: they were moving and they'd put some yeah, of the yeah, items leave leave and put in <laughs> the removal yeah. van yeah. <laughs> yeah, near the
1: skip, quite possibly. Yeah. The Hawksby and Jake. Daily podcast. A
2: bit of news from the world of darts. We spoke to Rob Mall earlier on about yeah. q School, and uh, we were talking about the players looking to get their tour cards and stay on the circuit at the lucrative end and we said that Fallon Sherrick's there. She lost a game yesterday but mm-hmm. Charlie, bring us news of, of a victory yeah. for Fallon. Uh, PDC Darts just uh,
0: tweeted Fallon Sherrick and Andy Hamilton are among the next eight players to progress to final
2: stage at UK qualifying school wow. so that's the final pressure's stage. on isn't it not qualified yet but nearly there so um, we're going to be chatting now about maybe a, a, a dart star of the future the world's gone littler crazy a million, been, yeah. a million people uh, following him on Instagram a price of darts, darts
0: gone through the roof
2: yeah. you can't buy a dart board no as I said the, the Luke Littler darts in, in the club that he goes to in St Helens had yeah. um, sold out now 103 quid <laughs> so not cheap unbelievable yeah unbelievable. I think it was 103 not £10.30 I mean they're not cheap good darts are they <laughs> like, understandably tungsten no, the, for the pure pros, tungsten but um, yes uh, Bo Barker is only three okay um, but a bit like Luke uh, footage is, is emerging of him yep playing to a pretty decent oh, standard lovely. at a young age and we're very uh, pleased to say that um, I think Bo's not doing any interviews at the moment no, he's decided it keep him away from he's it. leaving it to the management his mum kaylee and his dad sam good afternoon to you both
5: oh it's yeah. just me today yeah. um right. both Bo decided to have a little bit of a power nap uh, so kaylee's just watching him oh <laughs> well you know he, he, you do need your sleep when yeah, you're going to exactly. be a sporting superstar <laughs> so it's sam, been a my couple, couple of days just to it like i'm sure days, it, i'm so sure it
2: has but you know everybody look i mean from a news point of view when you see a young kid and, and with footage quite reminiscent of what we saw of of uh, loop Litter, it's it's sort of understandable. So is is this kind of down to you Sam? Did you play a bit and then yes. and then Yeah, he, yeah, I've, yeah.
5: I've, I've been playing a fair few years and stuff and yeah, he's 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 kind of just watched me and watched the old darts as we do. Yeah. Yeah.
2: So um when did he start then? When did you when did he first say we kind of was picking it up and, and giving it a go, yeah, and, yeah, go and put that yeah, down he, um, you know it yourself. Yeah.
5: <laughs> <laughs> Well, it was a little bit tricky, uh, but he, um, he got a magnetic dartboard. He was, uh, it would just throw, it would throw endlessly. once it was standing, obviously, it'd, it'd throw anything. It, it's a, it's a baby thing. Uh, but he, uh, he would throw at the magnetic dartboard, and for a second birthday, I um, had to convince Kaylee, but uh, yeah, convinced her to get a proper dartboard and a setup, and and we went with that. And he, um, yeah, he, he didn't really miss.
2: <laughs> wow! So he's now using proper darts, is he? But so well, is he standing on well, steps to get to the right height of the board?
5: Yes. Well, we, um because he comes to uh, competitions with me, so he has to throw at the right height, the right distance. And he, um, I'd have to collect the darts for him, but then we have to adjust the dartboard for him hmm. at home, for, just for a bit of practice, I guess. Yeah, okay. and they have it lower down, and they? they have it
0: lower down yes, on yes, the wall.
5: Yes, lower yeah. down. But he, he can throw it at the right height. Well, that's fantastic.
2: And, um, I mean, what's his best score? Can you have yeah. you, has he got a 180
5: that, yet? He hasn't got 180 yet. But he, um, as we had the uh, we had a cameraman round the other day, um, hmm. interviewing us. And as he was taking uh, a photo, he did hit two bullseyes as he was there. Uh, <laughs> wow, that's which, fantastic, yeah. Fantastic,
0: that's he, really
5: good. He, t- he did, did turn up, yeah. We, um, we
0: had some friends around playing, obviously everyone's gone darts mad, Sam, yeah. and uh, we had some friends around playing at Christmas, and mm. uh, my son's friend, Toby, to uh, he was on double three, ah. and to get double three, he said, I go on my knees for double three, because ah. I could always get it as a kid. Like a so trick he, shot. Yeah, so, so yeah, so I don't know if, if double three's uh, Bo's best double, Sam.
2: Anything down the bottom, <laughs> 19s.
5: <laughs> yeah. <laughs> No, he he likes he likes the uh eights and sixteen side. He does go across a bit. Wow, so, okay, very nice. Yeah. So I understand, I understand what you mean about getting on your knees. I know quite a few dark players. Quite a few players players in the uh, Q school have to do that. So get oh, on did your they? Knees and go for free. Yeah. Oh, that'll yeah. be the drink yeah. on your knees
0: and pray. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Has he got a shirt? Has he got a net? Na- has he got a nickname yet? Has he got a shirt with his yeah. name on it? This, we've got a shirt here. It's um. Oh, both the Bullseye Barker. Oh, oh you look, look at that. Look at that. the the Bullseye Barker Barker. Yeah of course he
5: is Absolutely brilliant
2: And have you Since you've got a bit of Is he on TikTok Have you been putting clips out (laughs) Is that
5: right Yes he's got Yeah he's got a fair few on there Yeah he's he's actually had Quite a few views It's quite surprising Um, I'm not I'm not used to TikTok It's the wife and the kids That know what they're doing Right Yeah Yeah. Uh, And as Post sort of
2: Luke Littler Have you noticed You're getting more and more people Wanting to watch this
5: Yes, yeah, yes, yeah, it's quite surprising, really. It's, it's, it, in all fairness, it's obviously Luke done amazing, and it's, it's just come out of nowhere. Mm. Um it's a rule, especially for us, we. Yeah. we... We're not used to all this stuff, to be honest. Yeah. But it's, uh, it's pretty cool. We, we're, we're liking the moment. And, and, and he's,
2: he's enjoying it, clearly. He wouldn't be doing it otherwise. So you're not hot-housing him. He's, you're <laughs> not locking him in a room and saying, right, practice for six hours. He's doing it no, for no, fun.
5: He, hasn't, he has not got a clue. Because <laughs> <laughs> like, we, we had to buy the paper the other day because he was in the paper and... We- we showed it to me He was like, oh, "Okay, I just, he just went on <laughs> went on his little tablet and played his game. He, just, he did not have a clue what he was doing. Nah, What's going you. on? He's, he's yeah, and we would never never pressure pressure him for stuff like this. Mm, he's right. um." Yeah, you he know, just enjoys the sport. Good fun. Yeah. yeah. Well, how and, so, is, and how's yeah.
0: it affecting your game, Sam? Have you? Is it really? You know, are you? Are you not? He, he hasn't beaten no, you yet. Not he him what you yeah, need I'm to? I'm a lot of people saying, "Is he not beating you yet?" So yeah. I have to step
5: it up. And <laughs> yeah. Start, yeah. Yeah, keep you on your toes.
2: And exactly. I mean, they are getting younger and younger at clubs, as we've seen. All the kids who are at, at Luke Littler's club, sort of sevens and eights and nine-year-olds. I mean, what sort of age do they need to be to start going to clubs? You know.
5: Uh, well, as soon as they can actually reach the dartboard for themselves, yeah. that'd be great. Yeah. Uh, but I, 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 I go to a lot of local competitions and there's so many youngsters going through, Really. um, competition the other day, there was, um, it was, it was a 10, 11 year old and he was fantastic. Wow. And he was ca- counting brilliant. It was throwing <coughs> so amazing. It's, 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 it's great for the sport. I really yeah. do think it's amazing.
2: I mean, we were chatting to Rob Moore from The Sun, who's their darts correspondent, yeah. and Kevin Painter's at Q Score, and is at, like the greatest the, time the, of it. The dartist. Yeah, Well, well Kevin was the, the, art, yeah, the artist mm, that slashed yeah, the yeah. dartist. But um, it, it makes you wonder why it's, it, how they lose that. Yeah, you lose that there, and you lose that edge, why yeah. it's such a young person's game. If you're someone like Kevin Painter, you've played for years, you wouldn't think you'd deteriorate as a darts player as you got older, particularly, would you?
5: Oh, I, don't, I wouldn't really know. Myself. I've got better as so i got older for experience, but hmm. I suppose uh, it's how long, how long you've played for and how long you want to play for, I guess. Yeah. So I, I suppose there is a couple. Eyesight, there might come eyesight a point. Might Yeah, maybe go, the eyesight
2: or... starts to go a bit. It could be could be a little bit of that.
5: Yeah, the eyesight's definitely affecting me. Yeah, because
2: <laughs> <laughs> I'm a hand over one it's, eye. It's, we also, it's, the it's
5: dark. also the knees as well. The knees don't, it oh, doesn't affect yeah. do your knees.
2: Well, yeah. we will look out for Bo. Uh, you can find him on TikTok, Bo Barker. And um, I think a little meet up somewhere down the line with Luke would be rather good when he's finished jet setting for the Premier League and stuff. Yeah, but nice. um, yeah. would be nice to get the two of them together, wouldn't it? Oh,
5: it would be a laugh. That'd be great. Okay. okay. So obviously, look. just let uh, let Luke have his moment. He's done fantastic. He's done great for the sport, and he's given us a little bit of a uh, five minute fame, I guess. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Lovely. I, nice I, one. I wish, I wish I wish Luke all the best. Oh, that's good. Yeah. Sam.
2: We'll give our best that's to Bo. Stuff. We'll look yeah. out for him. And uh, thanks for joining us, Sam.
5: Thank you very much, guys. Have a great day. There oh, we are, Sam Barker. Nice. There, uh, the dad
2: of three-year-old yeah. Bo Barker. The that could be the new Luke Littler. I've got one invention, people.
0: Oh know. yeah, it's a invention. darts invention. Darts invention. I'm, gonna, yeah. I'm, I'm offering you 20 uh, percent of the business. Okay. So to because there's a bit too much walking in there with darts. Yeah. A bit too much. So you put little strings or chains on the end of your dart. And, then when it, and you don't have to walk to the ball, because you just pull the string to pull the dart out. Pull
2: the chain. Pull the chain to pull the dart out. I mean, or the, elastic. the immediate problems elastic, I maybe. can see yeah. with that, and I, I'm sorry, I want 50% of the business for <laughs> yeah. 10 grand. Yeah. The immediate problem I can see is obviously the weight of the chain affecting the flight yeah. of the dart.
0: I have not worked that out yet, but you have got a very loose chain, so it yeah. doesn't affect it. So you just, there you are. It's in, it's in. I can't be bothered walking the seven foot nine. To get the
2: yeah, to get I them d- out I of the. I'm saying that's a particular a problem for darts players, is it? Just, just to <laughs> hit someone in the eyes, it comes just back, pull it back, take out Russ Bray's eye. What would have been to no, a last? You don't weekend. sound very positive about it. I'm not going. No, I'm out. I'm out. <laughs> yeah, I'm definitely out with uh, Charlie Baker's chain darts. For yeah, Charlie seems to have had no luck at all in the <laughs> den. You're going back with your tail between the
0: your legs, chains, yeah, that's right. Any color, all the colors, all the colors, chains, yeah,
1: no, no, rubbish, not for you. Okay, um, be, like anyway. red, be like the red arrows. The Hawksby and Jacobs daily podcast.
2: Well, there we are. Uh, I won't be with you tomorrow, it's Charlie and Andy I mean Andy
1: tomorrow, Garfunkel and
2: Garfunkel, as I always say. <laughs> 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 but I'm sure they'll do a rendition of Bright Eyes. I'm sure, <laughs> and uh, and uh, I mean, it'll be a fine show. So I'm back with you on Thursday. Charlie, you'll be here Thursday. Be- be
0: Thursday,
2: yeah. So, but do yeah. listen in to the boys tomorrow from one. Until then, have a fine evening. You've been listening to the Hawksby and
3: Jacobs Daily Podcast. Hear the guys every weekday between one and four p.m. on Talksport.